The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome into another edition of Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whitley Financial Advisors from PNC Studios at Hallett Hall. A pleasant good evening and a warm welcome to head coach Matt Nagy. Uh, I know it's a team thing, but your first NFL win in the regular season is going to mean a heck of a lot. You're never going to forget it, are you? No, I won't. It was a special night and, you know, just uh, really neat for our team, our city, our fans. Uh, It was electrifying last night. Uh, They were a big part of the win. and, And then for all of us together just to celebrate, it was a really good time. What'd you think of the anthem? Wow, that's all I could say. You know, I mean, it, it literally made made you uh, just so proud. Um, it was it was so neat. You know, anybody that's never been a part of that, uh, I was I was able to to see it happen at a Blackhawks game, and uh, but to be out there on the 50 yard line hearing it front and center was uh, was really special. And they roared all day, but you gave them a lot to roar about, didn't you? <laughs> we tried. Yeah, let's start with the defense because um, that's certainly a big story. You'll, you do the scan of the, the national TV today, and it's a, a big conversation. 52 in a Bears jersey uh, is getting a lot of love, but it's more than him. I mean, he's opening some doors, but guys are running through and punching down the walls. It is, and, and uh, you know, it goes to show um, what can happen when you get 11 guys playing playing together, and then you bring Khalil into this thing, and uh, uh, it just makes it, uh, you know, special for the guys. They go out, they play physical, they're dominating. Last night, uh, it was it was a, a big time challenge to keep Russell in the pocket. I thought we did a really good job at that, and then uh, in turn, you, you get turnovers, sacks, and good field position. With that, I, I, in the broadcast, I kept asking Tom Thayer, is he unwilling to leave the pocket, or do they have him just so cornered down in and down out that he had no escape route and he tried to, to trigger from the pocket? What'd it might have been a little bit of both. You know, uh, Coach Fangio and the rest of our coaches did a really good job at scheming, I thought, for for a quarterback that can be such a weapon outside the pocket. And then you got to give the players credit for uh, for executing the game plan. And, and uh, anytime you have – uh, collapsed pocket and, and you don't have green grass as we like to say in the quarterback room it's tough and uh, that's what our defense did last night they somewhat suffocated them and made them made them uh, really you know stay in that pocket and, and it's difficult to make tight tight window throws when you're in there and now the league leading sacks I know it's two weeks but still it's good to be number one at something right it is and, uh, yeah, yeah yeah and that's that's uh when you're sacking the quarterback that means good things are happening and and then uh, of course to get the turnovers and have two games in a row here where you have pick sixes uh that's uh, that's rare. That's rare company. And it's rare for Russell Wilson. I don't know if you realize this or not. It's only a third of his entire career and been like 2,800 pass attempts between pick sixes. So that is, in fact, yeah. by definition, rare. Doesn't surprise me. Danny, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Prince of Mukamara also gave you the game ball. Yeah. So uh, that was nice as well in the locker room. I only saw a snippet of it. What else went on in there? Well, we uh, <laughs> the guys had a little fun. You know, we, we, we decided to... To uh, let these guys celebrate, we th- I thought it was uh, had a good talk with uh, Coach Madden this summer, and we uh, talked about some different ideas and, and thoughts. And I, I just, uh, it, it's just so important to allow these guys to enjoy the moment. And uh, there's 
there's, um, you know, you only get so long to, to celebrate these things. And before you know it, you're right here already working on, on the Cardinals. And so we took five minutes out of our night last night to celebrate it. And the guys had some fun. There were some good dance moves. And yeah, I, I sure as heck, I know, oh, I, stayed, I stayed out yeah, of that bad boy. Little Dabo Sweeney in you, don't you? <laughs> no, you do, don't no, you? Maybe You're down the road. Man. Down the road. Yeah, down the road. You yeah. know they're going to ask. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> they're going to ask. Matt Nagy, our guest here on the Bears Coaches Show as we get you set for Arizona on Sunday. It's a quick turnaround indeed. Uh, I will say this one more on that topic. Uh, you, you play music, obviously, during practice. You did throughout training camp. Your team's a team of dancers, and Tariq Cohen's probably tops on the list. There's a bunch of guys. They just move. They're they, out there moving around. They do, and they have energy, positive energy, and uh, we're letting their personality show when they're out there. They're having fun, and uh, it, it's I think it's good, healthy environment. Did you anticipate, because you're a football guy, obviously, so this is going to be, a, a to me, probably a slam-dunk answer, but the constant comparison and the constant microscope Mitch Trubisky's under almost a minute-by-minute analysis of how he's growing, what he's learning, what he's not doing right. It's I know that's the quarterback position, but were you prepared for that, especially in light of other kids in his draft class and whatnot? Yeah, you, you are. I, I know I was. I know he is. And uh, that just comes with the territory, and, and he's handled it great. Um, you know, right now, I just want him to control what he can control and just focus on being the best quarterback he can be. If you do that, everything else normally take care, takes care of itself. So what I'm going to do as a, as a head coach and, uh, is, is really just be there for him, support him at all times. And, and most importantly, I just want him to, uh, to have fun when he's out there and, and just let it rip. And, and there's going to be times where, uh, there's a mistake, maybe it's a bad throw or a poor decision, but we're going to go about it with the uh, next play mentality. And I think you saw that last night. There was a couple plays that he missed. Uh, he did have a couple interceptions, but again, that's a part of football. He'll, he'll learn from that, and I promise you he'll get better from it. You've been way out in front of that. You've been talking this way from the moment we started. Why? Yeah, yeah well, it's because I know this offense, and I know what it takes. Um, no matter who you are at quarterback, uh, it does take a little bit of time. And and so uh, we all understand in this building, um, uh, inside those four walls here at House Hall, that you know there's going to be a little bit of patience needed. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't go out and still execute and, and score a lot of points. But there's going to be some bumps in the road that, that you need to be able to recover from. And then as long as you use it as a learning tool to uh, to make yourself better in most regards, then, then in the end, uh, once you get through that patience level, then it, it'll work out. Think about it. He is completing 70% of his passes. Maybe not all the, the intermediate yeah. to deep routes yet, but uh, sure. Yeah, no, and, and, and also. The, the, the shots will come. They'll, they'll happen. I think what happens is if, if you start to try to force the shots downfield, then normally you won't be successful. So you got to just let it happen, play it out. Um, you know, just stay within the system. I, I, I need to continue to just, uh, um, you know, keep calling plays that can put him in a good situation, the rest of our guys. And then, and then again, he has some talent around him, but those guys are learning this offense too. So as much as it is for the quarterback learning this offense, we have a lot, everybody on this offense is learning it too. So that that's well, all, that's all a big part of it. Is it fair to say too that you're still learning all of them? I, it, very fair. Yeah. Very fair. You, you get to see how these guys work and, and, you know, the plays that worked, in Kansas City in this offense could be totally different than the plays that work here in Chicago. And so that's kind of what we're working through right now. And, and we're, we're creating our own identity on offense. And uh, I don't know exactly when that time is going to come that we know for sure that this is it. But we're in the middle of it right now. And uh, I'm just really 
Uh, I, I like where we're at, and we, as long as we keep getting wins, then that's okay. Well, it's a tried-and-true system, so uh, you know there's a, a big a big bonus at the end of the rainbow. For it, sure. It, it's worked. It has it's worked. worked. It has worked, and, um, you know, I, that's that's what's so exciting. That's why our players are excited. And then as a team, collectively, um, we all just know once – once uh, we, we, we keep sticking together and uh, we win together, we lose together, and then we play together. And, and in the end, we just all try to control what we can control. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continue. Snap back. Here's the throw. Oh! And it's sitting out and picking up. I'm over 40. I'm over 30 to the 20. Inside cut on Russell Wilson. Five and zone. Pick six. Goodbye, Prince of Okamara. 23-10. .com on the official Bears app. All right, so the pick six by Prince of Mukamara. Uh, you know, all day long you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting for something big to happen. You don't know if it's going to be a bouncing ball or whatever the case may be. And, boy, that was preparation. He said it. He, he, he'd been kind of setting it up all day somehow, and it was his study that led to that interception. Yeah, it just goes to show – uh, what type of player he is, anticipating that, setting him up. Uh, we've seen that in practice. We've seen it in uh, in training camp. And just uh, what a, what a game-changing moment there to be able to to not only intercept it, but to to take it back and score the touchdown. And that was obviously a big moment. And and to again to have uh, that happen in that game and previously the previous game with Khalil, um, that 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 uh, obviously gives your chances a lot greater in regards to winning that game. I want to go back to something you said in the first part because, you know, about the next play mentality. You got to give a tip of the cap to the defense. After the two interceptions, they did not allow a first down on those next two possessions. So, again, that's team football, picking your guys up on the offensive side, and so no damage done. It is, and, and we talk about that all the time, and there's going to be times where where maybe the defense gives up a touchdown and, and the offense has to step up and go down and score. And so, um, you know, to, to have two interceptions back-to-back and, and for the defense to force two three-and-outs uh, was big. And, and uh, it just it, uh, it just stops the momentum that, that the, uh, the opponent could have after a big play. And when you have that, it gives you just so much confidence uh, as a team, knowing that each each side has each other's back. Roquan Smith got the start at uh, inside linebacker next to Danny Trevathan and uh, had a big big day with tackles with seven, um, tested in coverage. Uh, everything you'd want to see from uh, an inside linebacker at the rookie level, you saw a lot of what you saw in college. The form tackling was very good. What did you think overall of his performance? He, he did really well. You know, the one thing that stood out to me was – being on Monday night and his first start, uh, the game, the, you know, the lights weren't too bright. The game wasn't too big. He played fast. He was very focused, um, uh, very businesslike at the beginning of the game. At the end of the game, it was the same. And so it showed up in between plays, made some great tackles, um, you know, and, and so that's that's for him uh, a starting point. And now we, we just hope that each and every rep that he gets in the game, he continues to just improve, improve. There's a bit of a feeding frenzy going on on that side of the ball. Isn't it? I mean, you can sense it. Yeah. It's so many guys getting a hand into that game and the different packages. So you, you played a lot of players yesterday. Maybe they didn't get a ton of snaps. I'm talking about the packages of putting Sherrick of Manis in there. You, you got Aaron Lynch uh, marked on the sheet uh, for this game with a sack and, and involved very much. Um, Bilal Nichols got his first snaps in the NFL. So uh, everybody wants in right now. It's good. Yeah, they they all feel it and they know it. And, and so... Again, when you have uh, some of the players that we have on defense, um, there's mismatches that occur, and uh, 
you know, it, it, when, when other guys need to step up and make plays, you see that happen. And, you know, you know, along with that is uh, Danny Trevathan, you know, what a great game he had, you know, with with a couple sacks and forced fumbles. And he was just all over the place. And that's what we like. We need to have that. And uh, the, the list goes on and on from the defense yesterday. Uh, it was a special night for them. It, it was a uh, one that we won't forget. And we got to continue to keep that thing going. And let's look at the uh, offensive side of the ball again. You mentioned the running game today. You'd like to see, in terms of actual pure running plays, get a little more production. I would. And I think that, you know, in our situation, uh, the, the, the big O line and the running backs, they set the tone. And um, yesterday, uh, you know, it, we just weren't averaging as many yards as we would like to in, in a game. But they understand that. They know that. And any run game is going to help, you know, an offense out, in particular a quarterback. And so um, that's something that we'll, we'll definitely focus on. And, uh, and I know the guys will work hard at it. We have a great group of offensive linemen, great group of backs, tight ends, et cetera. And, and so, um, you know, they'll, uh, they'll take a look at the film and see where we can improve. Bunch of third and shorts, third and make, third and, you know, five or less. Uh, your playbook is wide open at that point then, isn't it? It can be. And and that was the one thing yesterday in, in the game was in the first half, we were five for eight on third downs. Um, and we, they were all third and manageable. I don't think any of them were more than, you know, third and six, third and seven. Most of them were in the one, two, three, four range. Uh, but then on the other hand, uh, we did not convert a third down in the second half. And so we only had four opportunities, one of them being a four-minute third down. So really we were 0 for 3. And, and those were all, you know, third and double digits, third and 10, third and 12, third and 14. And so just goes to show you got you to gotta be able to get positive yards on first down and put yourself in third and manageable, and then your percentages go way up. So first half we did that, second half we didn't. So, again, that's something we need to improve at. As you go back and uh, watch the tape today, as you did probably more than once, uh, and I mentioned it to you in the in the in our post-game interview, that, that long drive bridging the third and fourth quarter, as you look back again now looking in retrospect, how big was that drive? It was big, and actually it was our best drive of the game. And I say that. Uh, because of where it happened uh, in the game. And then on top of that, we had 11 plays in that drive, Jeff, and we didn't have one third down. And so when Six you have first downs, I think. Yeah. In that drive. Yeah. So anytime you do that, you're getting more than just positive yards. And then to top it off with a touchdown, to me, that might have been one of our best drives that we've had in two games. And uh, so that was that was something for us to build on. Uh, again, we started out hot went 90, you know, 95 yards ish uh, for a touchdown to start the game. And it's there. It's there. We just oh, got to yeah. find a consistency. It's tantalizing. <laughs> <laughs> now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. Trubisky, gun, Howard to his left, Gabriel to the right, bunch set to the left side. Trubisky, fakes, rolls, throwing into the end zone, catch is made, Anthony Miller! Touchdown! Touchdown Bears! They're up 16-3 on the Seahawks. 45 seconds into the fourth quarter. Bears in front. All right, Anthony Mitter with his first NFL touchdown catch. You like that play, don't you, in the red zone? Yeah, that was a good one. You know, we were able to get Mitch outside of the pocket, get him on the run, and Anthony made a nice little move there on the corner and, and, and a good catch. And the Bears get the win as we bring you the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whitfley Financial Advisors. And you can stop by the Miller Lite Chicago Bears Ultimate Tailgate to enjoy food, $5 Miller Lights, music and games for every age, located at the Field Museum Terrace. The Ultimate Tailgate is free to enter and will be open two hours before through one hour after every Bears regular season home game. 
Okay, so you didn't get to, to witness it. I don't know if you've had time to go back, but it, it was pretty cool to see Brian Erlacher out there. Um, Mrs. McCaskey taking the microphone and having every one of those fans attentive to what was going on. But what I love to see in all the old teammates coming back. Yeah. And if your guys could witness that to see what it's all about here in Chicago, man, that that's the best. Right yeah, it, it was. And we caught the tail end of it. And, you know, just uh, so much support and just so much hard work through with, with what Brian has done. And then to put it all together at home in front of everybody, what a special moment for, for everybody, everybody involved. And, um, you know, like I said, we got to catch the end of it walking out there on the field. But uh, uh, I know everyone was really proud. Which, which brings me to Danny Trevathan because he was asked about it. And he says, oh, we knew. We knew what this meant, this day meant to Chicago. So at the linebacker level, they went out and, and balled out, as he likes to say. And he may be the underrated story of the game because he had a huge game. And he was playing like Danny Trevathan, completely healthy, thinking of the game, playing the game with that vicious a- attitude on the field. Um, and I don't I think it's kind of an underrated story in that game. He is for sure, and and he's a guy that he had a great game against uh, the Packers as well. He's he's playing at a at a high level, and and we need that. Uh, he's a, he's an experienced veteran on our defense. Our guys look to him as a leader, and when they see a leader like him flying around making plays with the energy that he has, it's infectious to everybody else. So uh, uh, he did. He had a really big game last night. Uh, I saw him in a locker room afterwards. He was completely exhausted. He left it all out in the field, and, and he did it through all four quarters. Uh, target totals being what they are, they will change week to week based on a lot of different things. But in his career, Allen Robinson's been a featured target, 151 targets his last two years before last year's injury. So he's used to getting targeted. He got, a, he got the number one amount of targets yesterday and 10-catch day. What's this do to the entire offense now moving forward because it does create uh, interest from defenders now. It does. And, and um, you know, A-Rob has respect from every uh, defensive back and safety uh, in this league. And so he's going to get that. And, and I think uh, what he's doing is he's now building trust and a good trust with, with Mitchell. And you'll see that continue to get better and better as well. The more and more routes they run, the more and more plays that we have. And so for last night for him to have 14 targets and 10 catches, um, that's a start. And, uh, you know, now his, his um, you know, yards per catch wasn't extremely high. But, again, that's per game how that goes. And, and so, uh, um, you know, we're, we're just – we like where that's at. We want to get that with some other receivers as well and tight ends. And and uh, But for the most part, we were happy with that. There, there's no doubt, and I, I've talked to you about this, and you've told us about it as well. This is a tight room, tight team. It's growing tighter every day. And today's another example, uh, the Bears announcing uh, with the players uh, committing more than $250,000, the local social justice initiatives, the Bears also matching that. So it's a half a million dollars in the discussion. That's a part of this. You've been a part of this as well. What, what are your thoughts on all this today? The Bears released on Twitter and their and their website and Facebook uh, an eight-and-a-half-minute video with the committee of, of gentlemen, Sam Macho at the, at the top of it, obviously, Trey Burton, Chase Daniel, Akeem Hicks, Mitch Trubisky, and... Chairman of the board, George McCaskey. Yeah, so it's this is something that these guys have uh, really been talking about for a long time now. And uh, I just think it's such a neat moment and just really uh, cool for them to, to be able to uh, do everything they possibly can 
to uh, to to handle this and and to to go out there and show their support for this. And so on top of that, then to to max it out and to have uh, you know the Bears match it and like you said and, and get that to five hundred thousand dollars is just um, that that's just uh, very unique, really neat. Uh, and then most importantly too, I think is is one of the, one of the things that's, that's uh, neat with that as well is the fact that we're the first team to do that. Yeah. And and so uh, just a lot of credit to those players for spearheading this thing and making sure that uh, this gets done. And um, you know, I just know everybody involved is is really proud proud of this and and wants to just keep it going. All right. In our remaining minute, what would you tell us about the Arizona Cardinals that you've done uh, some quick work on in a short week? Yeah. Well, I know this. You know, uh, people can look at uh, you know what what they've done offensively with scoring six points in two games they can talk about their record being owned too but but I'll say this and this will be the message to the team is that there's way too much parity in this league and uh, you know you just have to understand that every every team in this league can win any single game regardless of their record or what has happened in the past and sometimes uh, as they say a wounded animal is sometimes the scariest one and so our guys we're going to be uh, completely ready and they need to understand how focused we need to be we're on a short week uh, today just being our only day for for game prep um, so we need to understand that we need to get guys back in get some rest get going tomorrow and 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 uh, and just know that uh, um, you know for for us let's put together a complete game here in week three uh, on the road let's be sharp detailed focused and and win together very good well go at it I know you got a lot of work to do Matt Nagy, congratulations again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Matt Nagy, Bears head coach. Coming up next, our director of football administration here with the Bears, Joey Lane. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. And this hour featuring director of football administration, Joey Lane. Brought to you by Whipley CBAs and Consultants. And sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. In the gun, 17 on the play clock. The snap is back. Big push by Roy Robb again. Pocket starts to close. Wilson in trouble. Ball comes out at the 40-yard line. They get to him again. He is being cornered in the pocket, unable to get out, and the Bears defense to a standing ovation here at Soldier Field. And that was Khalil Mack sacking the quarterback and stripping him once again, and it is great to see the Bears defense playing on the home turf to that kind of excitement level. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show, and here with Director of Football Administration, Joey Lane. Good evening. How you doing? How How's you going, doing? Jeff? Thanks for having me. Hey, congratulations on the win for the entire front office. Great to have you here. And, uh, you know, great to delve into a unique job in sports. And that is your job, obviously, a part of your job. And that's the art of uh, contract negotiating in the National Football League. It's part of what you do. But with the contracts, grabbing headlines, every uh, every writer out there somehow finds a way to get the exact terms of the deal that the team Never does put out, but uh, some extraordinary value and impact on a franchise. What made motivated you to to pursue this aspect of sports? You know, really, it's just uh, you know, it's kind of you know an area that intrigued me ever since I, you know, learned about the business side of sports. Uh, you know, I, I would say maybe as a as a young you know kid in high school, uh, it was just kind of intrigued me. I never, you know. Never, it wasn't the most athletic or anything like that. So I, oh, I don't had to sell go, yourself short. <laughs> had to go don't sell yourself short. Route. And when I got to college, I kind of studied up on the CBA and and uh, I was just lucked into a job with the Saints in 2005. And I was fortunate enough to to work for Mickey Loomis, uh, work under Russ Ball, Kai Harley there. Uh, obviously, you know Ryan. I learned a lot from Ryan there, and he took me here uh, with him. So. Uh, so it's just a lot of a lot of luck involved, and that's why why I'm here. And good people uh, 
to learn from. Fresh in our minds, obviously, is what uh, many have described as a seismic acquisition with Khalil Mack, and then that's day, days before the opener. But in order for it to all come together, you are also negotiating this long-term contract with Max agent Joel Siegel, and I'm, I'm certain time was of the essence on this one. What was the pressure like in writing that contract, which turned out to be the highest-paid defensive contract in NFL history. Yeah, that was uh that was a busy time. Uh it was kind of kind of a blur a little bit, but I wouldn't necessarily call it, you know, pressure. There was there was some urgency there to to get it done. I think it was uh Friday night when things kind of came together and and we got to go ahead from from the Raiders to to contact Joel Siegel, uh who we have a great relationship with and and to see if we get a deal done and and uh, finalized a trade and and once once we we contacted Joel and 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 really it was just a matter of hey Joel we have we've gotten permission and and does Khalil want to be a bear and and uh, Joel was fired up about it. he said you know Khalil was fired up about uh, the opportunity to become a bear and and just a storied franchise and you know be a member of the the organization and the historic uh, defense and uh, so really the relationship we have with Joel it just kind of made it made it easy there were a few things we needed to work through uh, in that short time but uh, he was motivated to get something done Khalil was motivated to get something done and and we, we worked through it and uh, through the night Friday and and Saturday you know morning and afternoon we kind of kind of finalized something. had to be quite the adrenaline rush you don't even admit that right yeah absolutely yeah, it, was, it was it was fun it was it, it was it was really fun the Bears coaches show with director of football administration Joey Lane and WBBM's Jeff Jeff Joniak continues. Snap is back to Russell Wilson. They keep him in the pocket, tripped up, and down he goes again. Sacked by Danny Trevathan. Tripped him up, but he's ready to eject the pocket. Oh, he had a heck of a game. Two sacks, I believe eight tackles in this one, and a spirited performance by the Bears inside linebacker and a win over the Seahawks. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here from PNC Studio at Hallis Hall with Joey Lane. Joey, uh, you guys, general manager uh, Ryan Pace, acquired and, and or retained players writing contracts worth if my math's even close I don't know but totaling over 400 million bucks this year given the complexity of the NFL salary cap and how challenging it is to balance the accounting of that cap at times while you're looking at the present you also have an eye on the future financially on the franchise don't you Oh yeah, totally. I think uh with with every decision we make there there're kind of two components to it and and it's a uh, you know, if you will, a micro and a macro. And micro, it, it, the goal is always to compete today. But uh, you know, we're always looking and, and thinking, thinking about how decisions affect our roster two, three, four years down the road. And uh, you know, and and that's that's the important of the importance of working with you know good people, Ryan, uh, Ted, uh, Coach Nagy, Josh, Champ, to where the, the communication and the, the kind of going over the cost benefit of each decision. It's it's really easy and for us to be on the same page when we're we're making these decisions of kind of being arm in arm. You know, fans often read or hear discussions related to the CBA, and again, that's negotiated by the league and the NFLPA. But it, it is a living, breathing document, is it not? And it can be interpreted differently, I'd imagine, by teams and more importantly, agents, <laughs> right? And how, so, how complex is that to? navigate even in your position and do you know this thing cold yeah I'd, I'd, I'd like to say no it's definitely our, our, our governing law right you know I'd, I'd like to to make it sound like it's a little more complicated than, yeah. than it is to 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 increase my worth but uh <laughs> but really you know once you get get a get a hold of it um you know and, and it, you you'd find out how to navigate it uh it's definitely something we reference uh 
you know, daily myself and Nick Sabella, we're always kind of uh, looking back at it um, and, and going through it. But, you know, from, from a standpoint of us and, and agents to where there, there's a lot of black and white to it, you know, some, some of the things are subject to interpretation. And um, but but we uh, we we there 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 are not many times to where uh, where we're kind of fighting over some things in the, the CBA. We kind of leave that to uh, the union and the, the league. Your uh, NFL history, as you indicated in the, in the first segment here, began with the Saints. You spent 11 years there. You were an intern there. It's where you worked with Ryan. So how closely did you guys at that time work together in that organization, and how would you describe your relationship? Yeah, I definitely would say we're, we're, we're pretty close working together for almost 14 years at, at this point. Um, you know, kind of coming in as an intern, Ryan was a pro scout at the time. And, you know, like I said, I, I didn't necessarily come in with an intense football background. So, uh, you know, Ryan kind of kind of brought me under in his wing a little bit of, uh, you know, working with the personnel department and kind of trying to do whatever I can. And and uh, it was great, you know, to, to listen to how the scouts and the evaluators, you know, talked. And, and Ryan kind of showed me what, what they were, you know, looking for in football players and what they look for traits-wise. So I, 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 you know, really, really gathered a, a lot uh, during during those times. And, and, uh, and right, right now, just, again, being, being together with them for 14 years and it's uh, – the communication is really seamless right now. There's a, a lot of, you know, trust on, on each side, and that's that trust is something that I definitely don't take for granted. And you arrived here in May of 15. So what's it like now to have such a pivotal role in helping, you know, reshape the roster and reflect what Ryan's vision is for what he wants the Bears to be? Yeah. I mean, first off, it's it's incredible to be working, you know, for the Chicago Bears, right? You know, uh, such a great franchise and the McCaskey family it's uh it's you got to pinch myself so uh and then then exactly ryan you know kind of taking me over uh from new orleans and and you know being able to really uh you know carry out his vision it's it's pretty cool the best the best thing about it is you know kind of where we are from four years ago when we got here um you know the character and the culture of this football team and that's that's really is a testament to ryan and with coach and aggie coming in to share they, they share the vision the, the that vision for the football team and uh you know and and, and you know ryan's you know, what he's looking for in players and uh and that being carried out by josh champ mark uh it's 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 pretty pretty cool to be sitting here today and and looking at the culture of our team and where we're at as a negotiator do you have a philosophy uh, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I would say that there, there's two, it's two parts to it. It was one, you know, kind of be principled, uh, have your principles. Um, and that really in a sense of, you know, we don't, we don't get stuck on a quote unquote a position and trying to win within a negotiation. You know, we have, we have an honest thought process that's always going to be genuine and evidence-based, you know, um, and and you don't necessarily think you could. We might not agree with the other side, but uh, always, but they they, they they have to respect that. Um, and then and then cooperative with with agents, uh, you know, really when when you go into these negotiations, like I said, it's not necessarily you're trying to win. It's working together. It's almost like a partnership. That's why our relationships are important. Um, you know, let's try to get something done. Let's try to get to the heart of the issues and work together to see if we can find that common ground. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM.
And our final moments with Joey Lane here on the Bears Coaches Show. Kind enough to spend some time with us. Uh, you know, you're an even keel guy. You're, you're very friendly. You always got a smile on your face. But when you're negotiating, do you change? Is it like the field for the guys? Does the switch flip? Does the emotion take over? What's going on with that? <laughs> uh, no, I, I wouldn't say. I, um, you know, as as Coach Nagy says, be you. You know, be yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't say we necessarily, you know, change. I, I like to consider you know, myself is a genuine person. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I would just say that going through these negotiations, once again, it's, it's, it's in, it just stresses the importance of having relationships with agents to where you get to know their personality. Right. So, uh, no, no negotiation is really, you know, two negotiations are alike, you know, they, they kind of take on a life of its own, um, you know, and there's momentum swings, you know, here or there. And, um, you know, you gotta, yeah, just understand that there, there's an end game and, uh, you're trying to find common ground with, with, with an agent and, and, uh, the other side and you could control what you could control. And, and, uh, like it's, it's, you, you just kind of get, you have to get past those momentum swings and, and, uh, because that's not going to be productive if you, you get riled up and you get, you know, let emotions kind of get involved. So, uh, just as long as, as uh, each side, you know, is motivated to get something done, and usually you can find that common ground. Have you always been a football guy? You grew up in uh, Louisiana as a kid? You know, I, I uh, growing up in Louisiana, huge Saints fan growing up. Uh, you know, once again, I, 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 you know, I was 99 pounds in high school. I couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even get a helmet that fit me, you know, uh, in high school, my freshman year. So, uh, you know, it, it, the, the football guy, guy concept, I wouldn't necessarily categorize myself as that. I like to think I'd, you know, bring something uh, unique to, to the organization and, and look at uh, uh, the game from a different lens. Um, you know, obviously the business side of it. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I, you know, I definitely um, – you know, definitely see myself as, as kind of just a fan living the dream. All right. Well, you're doing a heck of a job, and we appreciate you taking the time. Joey Lane, Director of Football Administration of the Bears, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Jeff. We will talk to you for the Week 3 kickoff in Arizona where the Bears meet the 0-2 Cardinals in Glendale, Arizona. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Have a great night, everybody. WBBM and HD Chicago, WCFS FM and HD1 Elmwood Park, Chicago. WBBM News Time.